I'm super excited for the new Star Wars movie to come out. Sure. And uh, I don't know how, I don't know if you even give a shit about Star Wars at all, but. I give a shit at a normal level. Yeah. I'm, uh, I, I might d- be, I might be uh, a little above normal. I've got Darth Vader tattooed on my calf. And we're rolling. Uh, hello and happy Sunday, everybody. It's October 22nd, and this is the fifth edition of According to Alan. Uh, please, if you can, do us a favor. Like us up on uh, Facebook now. We just launched that page today. That's pretty cool. Um, what a drawn-out process that is, inviting people. So hopefully uh, you don't just ignore the uh, notifications in your top right that someone actually does hopefully hope that you do click like on it and check it out uh got instagram going on got twitter going so you can check us all out at local underscore 219 i'm here with josh we have a uh, fresh couple of 18th street beers for those who listen to uh 004 um, nate came by and dropped off some more for us uh, we had a good listenership on that last one so we're hoping to kind of keep that momentum going he brought in uh 18th street's nickel and dime uh, so we'll be trying those as the podcast is going on. Josh, you look, you keep you keep putting your head towards the mic like you want to say something, but yeah. then you don't say anything. Well, I was just gonna let the whole world know that I fucked up and opened both cans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're luckily we'll drink both of them, so uh, I think true. you're okay. They're um, very similar though; they look the same. They do. They, they have the, the exact same, picture. same label. Well, not exactly the same label. So. One's got a nickel. One's got a dime. Understandable. No, one's got a bag that says ten cents, and the other one's got a, a piggy bank. That oh, says well, five cents. It doesn't matter. Same color scheme. So this uh, last week, we've got uh, a little bit of technical difficulties for those following on the social media campaigns. Um, you you probably know that we had some uh, problems with our interview with Tom Maloney on Wednesday. Uh, we got literally through the entire thing. I thought it was incredible. Um, we enjoyed the talk. Uh, he was He was awesome as we thought he'd be. And we got all the way through it to the very end, and our hard drive crashed in our computer, and we lost everything. So that's kind of where that is. That's why we we had to kind of suspend that one. We do have video of it, so uh, we will be checking that out. We'll be putting that together and hopefully releasing that so you can see it. This Wednesday, I do not have a guest lined up um, as a self-confession. But I do think Joel Henderson from the Comeuppance Network will be joining us on Wednesday. Again, we're trying to kind of do some things um, with people that we know. So if it does go a little bit crazy um, like it did last Wednesday, it's not completely apocalyptic. Uh, So there's that aspect of it. And again, we're trying to really try to uh, bring in leaders and small business owners every Wednesday um, that can really kind of talk their way through what they're up to and just for you to kind of get a chance to get to know them. Cause there's a lot of great people doing great things in this area. Um, so that was canceled. Uh, there was photo evidence of it. You saw it. Um, we mentioned last week that we'll be meeting with Gabriel Barajas. Uh, his tag name is MC seizure. Check him out on all the uh, social media platforms. He is awesome. Um, literally a great dude to meet up with. Um, we met with him, uh, Josh and I, and then Jeff was from, Quiver Productions. Uh, we have agreed to shoot a promo this Saturday. I can't tell you much about it, but I can tell you this: um, if you 
I, I think the location right now is going to be the Crown Point Square. Um, it'll be going on around noon on Saturday, um, and it's going to be some form of graffiti. So uh, check that out. We will be filming there. Um, if I've never met you or you want to be a friend of mine and come by and say hello and offer your support, um, that would be awesome. We will be out there filming, doing that stuff. Uh, we did some more filming today. We uh, went to uh, St. John Farmer's Market to meet up with Caitlin from Green is Good by Kate to film another segment for her video that's coming out. That really went well, I think, as a, as a beta for the future ones. It was really cool. Thanks again for Joel, to Joel Henderson for kind of bailing us out on that one. Nick uh, from NWI Media, he had, a, he had a, a prior engagement that he couldn't get out of, so he was not able to shoot it. But we got a lot of cool stuff, met a lot of great people. Um, so definitely uh, be on the lookout for that. We'll probably put a teaser together. Um, so we got that. Uh, so that's what's going on there. Um, we also are going to be doing, we, Joel and I have agreed to do another web series together. That's exciting. Um, I think the first one we're going to try to do is really hit the golf course aspect of it. So, um, if you are a golfer out there and you have an opinion about what holes are the best holes in the area, let us know. We will be going, doing a tour, shooting drone footage of it and compiling an 18 into like the most amazing holes that you can possibly think of. I think it'll be awesome to check out. So please, again, uh, send us Facebook, send us Twitter, send us all those kind of messages. Or if you if you have my cell phone, text me directly. We could do it that way. Um, we also, last weekend, we went to uh, Santa's Holiday Farm to do a marketing promo for Steve Wagner. He's a 92-year-old World War II vet, owns the um, tree farm, really nice guy. Uh, if you are in the, in the market for getting uh, some kind of tree this year, do that. Uh, it's, it'd be really cool. He's all the way out in Velpo, but, um, if you're out there already, it's not a big deal. So I think that's all I got, Josh, when it comes to the two and nine stuff. Did I miss anything? No. Yeah. I think, uh, you're pretty much straightforward <laughs> Okay. with that, which is, which is shocking. Cause that's never usually the case. And I hope I didn't bore the hell out of everybody for the first 15 minutes of this podcast. Well, I mean, it, it, is, it, it is, it comes with the territory. Yeah. Yeah. So we just got back from out of town. Uh, we were. We were doing um, a football, uh, as you for those who've been uh, listening into us, uh, we've been broadcasting football games all year. It was, uh, it's a 10-week season. We travel to Milwaukee and Springfield. Josh and I both do. I serve as crew chief on those uh, shoots, and Josh is our A2. Um, really kind of bittersweet. I've been doing it for four years. It was kind of my thing. It's, it's all kind of coming to an end to open this up. And uh, I'm really going to miss a lot of those guys. I think the camaraderie, it's kind of the similar feeling that I've had when I was coaching baseball is that when it's over, it's a little sad because you know that you're probably going to miss that camaraderie of the dugout. Um, you're going to miss the camaraderie of during, during food for the football games, the things that go right, the things that go wrong. Um, I had a chance to run camera on the last one, and it probably I couldn't think of another a better way to go out. I, I was engaged the entire time. I was able to talk to the entire crew while we were doing it. And uh, it's sad. It really is. I, I, I really enjoyed my time there. And some of the times that uh, we've had were just absolutely insane. That I, I mean, it took me, um, I took a lot of patience and a lot of, uh, I, I know there's about more than one night I came home and chugged like four beers, you know, because of how just crazy it was. Yeah. Live TV is no joke for anybody who is uh, out there checking it out. And of all the games, one hell of a game to go out on. It was. It was. And it's a great venue, too, that Monticello High School in Illinois. I know that really is going to, like, fall short on you guys now. But 
check it out. We did take some pictures of it. I know Tyler Lennox Bush did, and, and you can see him on Twitter. Um, and I think I retweeted a couple. Josh took a couple pictures. I took some pictures. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of at least see what we're looking at there. Really cool venue. One of the coolest venues, I think, uh, that we, we go to. Um, not from a scale standpoint, from a character standpoint. Uh, and it was a great game. Came down to the final possession. Um, I thought we, our, our broadcast was awesome. Biased because I'm on camera, of course. But um, <laughs> it was great. And we, then we uh, we had uh, some celebratory beers afterward as a swan song, as a send off. And that was a blast. So I'd like to, I like to kind of personally thank uh, sizzle for coming out for the first two weeks. Charlie, the director who I got a chance to work with for three years and really, really appreciated him. Um, all the camera guys that were kind of doing uh, what they've done, the audio guys throughout the years um, from Joe to, to lovey to Josh, to all those guys. It was really awesome. Brett in the season one, I, I know that that dude's like 80. There's no way he's listening to this. So, <laughs> um, but he did a good job and, uh, our, the engineers, Adam, uh, a rock, he did an amazing job this year, uh, for kind of getting thrust into that role. So nothing but good vibes leaving there. And, uh, so I wish him the best. Um, you never, I guess you can never say never. I'm going to really miss my connections with, uh, both networks too, Jeff and, and Springfield and Paul and Milwaukee. It was, it was a lot of fun working with them. Um, and, uh, hopefully it's not the last time we see him. No, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, there's that. Uh, so we did that and then, uh, we, we were up till 5.00 AM partying it down. So it, we, we tied it on as a crew. It was a lot of fun and, uh, hopefully, uh, we all leave on a good note for that. So, um, I did go to the, uh, brand new, uh, not a surf concert last weekend. Mm. And so this is my fourth time seeing brand new. Uh, it seems to be one of the, my, my friend, he, Jeff, he has, he has a good way of putting it. It's the biggest, smallest band he knows. Um, they've okay. sold out Madison square garden. They, but they also just only sell out the Aragon. They don't really get places big enough for the UIC or whatnot. And, uh, they were, again, you know, I, I'm trying to pick my words carefully here. I like brand new and I really like their music and I see their power. That you could see the power of that band when they're playing. It's just not consistent. Mm. It's not consistent, and mm. I don't know what it is about it. I just wish. So they came out. I felt like they they punched you in the face. They did six songs that were incredible. One of those songs that, of course, was like one of their biggest ones was um, "Sick Transit Gloria," killer version, destroyed it. And then they had a bunch of newer songs kind of sprinkled in there, which sounded really good. But then they hit like this three song lull. Mm. That was just make driving me crazy. The beers at the Aragon were fourteen dollars a yeah. piece. That's yeah. insane. Um, but there, um, so I would say one of my favorite songs alive from them though was uh, "Sewing Season." Yeah, from the Devil and God Rage Inside That's Us. That's a album. jam, dude. It's the opener, and it was killer, dude. That's a jam. It was killer. Um, loved hearing that song. One song that did fall short: the Jesus Christ song. No. Yeah, it, it sucked, huh? It wasn't great. It was a ah, uh, it was an eh. And it's I like, played it's it. It's like one of my favorite songs from them too. Yeah, I love it. The crowd's really into it, so it makes me feel like a dick not being so into it because they're singing every word mm. and they're going, they're getting crazy into it. And like you can feel the swells of the crowd. And they're like during Six Transit Gloria, it's like you can feel the push. I call it the push, where you're sitting about fifteen to twenty rows from the band or standing in GA. Right. And then all of a sudden, like you can tell the whole crowd feels that moment, and then it's just a, a surge up front. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get caught. You catch yourself five rows closer than you should be. Uh-huh. Right. 
that happens during that song. It's awesome. They never rebounded from that. And then I don't really understand the whole we're going to end with an acoustic song. Really? I don't don't get it. I don't. They do an encore. They came out for one song and it was acoustic. And it's like, and then that's it. Do you know what they played at the end? Yeah, I'm sure I can check it up. That's what the. So that's what uh, the internet is for. Yeah, well. Um, but Not A Surf opened, and they're one of my favorite bands from the early 2000s. And uh, I really like their album Let Go, so check that out. They will be doing a tour at the end of the first of the year, after the first of the year, that's going to be only promoting that album, so they'll be playing it front to back. Cool. I will be at that show. That I can promise you. It's one awesome. of my favorite albums of all time. Um, but... Again, another situation in which that band doesn't realize their potential either. So it's a really tough show. There, there's two songs in particular that I loved. And Killian's Red, it's off that album. Incredible version live. They destroyed it. And then they played Always Love last, which was a great version of that song. Um, everything in between, they played Popular. And that's their big single from the 90s. Not that good. Mm. Not that good. It was. It just fell a little short. So overall, the the whole show. I'd give it a six point five. Okay. I'd give it a six point five. It's that's, not. That, that's a bummer because I feel like the Aragon would be a, a fun venue to see brand new in. It's my favorite venue in Chicago. I've seen um, so just out of just my my I've I've seen Kings of Leon there. I've seen Twenty One Pilots there. Um, trying to. I've seen uh, Coldplay when they first came out Jeez. there. Uh, a million other bands. Um, Weezer, uh, after the after the uh, Pinkerton album, okay. I saw them there. I've seen nothing but good shows. My buddy, he's seen Green Day there. He's seen Smashing Pumpkins there. Um, it's always that. It's always that that band that venue has that does an amazing job of catching bands on the rise mm. when you need when they're trying to prove something still. Yeah. It's, okay. It's like the perfect I, level of height for their yeah, popularity. I and can definitely get behind that for sure. So it's like awesome. I know I've heard people complain about the sound there. I don't know what the hell they're talking about personally. Thought it was good, huh? Thought it was good. When I go to a concert, I don't know about anybody else listening. Man, this has got to be one of the most boring podcasts we've ever done because I feel like I've totally shifted gears here. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you're good. Okay. You're okay. good. You're good. You're good. Um, oh, so they, they ended with Soco Amaretto Lime. Okay. I don't. Okay, that's what, what that with. song is. But apparently, it's a big deal. Um, apparently, they only they don't play it live that often. But it, to me, it was boring. So, what was what was the band that we said that we had to go see? We were looking up two or days. We didn't see any. Beck. Beck, dude, that album is so good. I'm Colors. all in the Beck, and that's I know you've you've kept playing it. So I have. I'm um, about I'm about probably ten listens deep since ten last Thursday. Well, that's awesome. good. I'm pouring a little bit of this beer for people that are. Uh, when Josh was talking, I thought he was going to talk a little bit longer than yeah, he did. Yeah, no. So, so he cut me off, and then uh, 18th Street. Just, uh, which one did you pour first? I poured the nickel because uh, you, like you mentioned, that you opened them early. So now yeah. I feel like we got to kind of go through it quicker. I thought so, that they were two, the, the same. I was sadly mistaken. Yeah. Well. Okay. Okay. So the nickel. The nickel. Um, kind of gives the citrusy uh, smell for sure. Awesome beer. Damn, these guys. 18th Street is like the most incredible fucking brewery. I would I would literally move in there and these just drink beer it. the entire night. Like, it would just be uh, for an entire lifetime. 
So uh, that's all I really got uh, today. Uh, they got the uh, LCS baseball. Um, great series, both side to side on that. Uh, Astros! <laughs> really enjoyed the Astros win. That was cool. Uh, man, that place was rocking and rolling in Game 7. Uh, after that, Brian McCann double, the train horn was going off. Um, and the crowd was just, I mean, it had to be just insanely loud in there. That would have been an awesome game to go to. Cubs get uh, dumped, which is awesome. <laughs> um, so I apologize for words, you. Yeah. yeah, I apologize to you Cub fans that are listening. But uh, you know, after last year and having to deal with 365 days of Cubs winning a World Series, as a Sox fan, it's a nice day off. So I, I, I really hope that uh, I don't wish the bad times on the Cubs. But uh, I'm a little tired of the whole the whole narrator hmm. narrative of the whole thing. I'm a little out. So. Uh... Moving forward, sure. Houston or Dodgers? Who well, who who, who are you gonna root for? I like to see the Dodgers go. I like Kershaw, and I think it's important to his legacy to get it. And uh, Jose Altuve is probably one of the more dynamic baseball players in the uh, league. Mm-hmm. So for both of them, it's pretty cool. But Kershaw's kind of earned his stripes a little bit more. Yeah, I just think it would be really cool for Houston to win it. All the shit they've been through with the hurricane and everything—it's it's, it's, yeah. that's sweet. You're a sentimental guy, Josh. Yeah. I don't really have any ties to either of the teams. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. at least I have some sort of tie there. Okay. Um, this beer is awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. We the ten cent one's gonna be just as good. I promise you. Um, again, if you're if you're listening, if you want a little bit of a description on it, um, from the color template of one to ten, it's about a three. Again, it's very cloudy. Um, it looks like a blue moon um, in color and in um, density. Uh, tastes really good. Uh, it's uh, these guys are just awesome. It comes from like the beginning of the flavor to the end of it. It's just you don't really. Uh, I'll have Nate back for. Uh, I think that was a popular uh, segment, so we'll have to have him back to potentially do something at least once a month. It'd be cool. Yeah. It's good though. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So, do you got any news? Um, yes, we can talk about. Uh, want to talk some movies? Sure. What about what are you thinking movies wise? That's a pretty vague uh, yeah. category I'm just, to uh, jump into. I'm super excited for the new Star Wars movie to come out. Sure. And uh, I don't know how. I don't know if you even give a shit about Star Wars at all. But I give a shit at a normal level. Yeah. I'm, uh, I might I d- be. I might be uh, a little above normal. I've got Darth Vader tattooed on my calf. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah. So you're definitely above normal. <laughs> yeah. I I like them. I watch them. Um, that's about as far as it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, I mean, do you have a favorite? Do you have, I mean, not really. Do you have a favorite character? Okay, yeah. Let's just, uh, well, let's roll a character. I was going to say movie in general. A uh, little uh, more vague, but. Okay, so you want you want a movie. All out, of, out of the Star Wars films, which. Uh, favorite movie would probably be the second one in the first trilogy. Second one. Okay, so the, so the older. Yeah. Okay. I think that one's my favorite. I think the third one. Uh, so okay, so it goes Star Wars, and it goes Empire Strikes Back, and then Return of the Jedi. Empire Strikes Back was the shirt I was wearing today. Oh, cool. Yeah, what happened well, to that? Uh, sitting on that. You had a wardrobe change for the podcast. Well, I, it was, I was wearing long sleeves, man. It's getting hot. Okay, all it's right. Getting hot, yeah, man. I know these can lights. They get you. Um, that's right, though, right? I didn't screw that up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Empire Strikes Back to me is one of my favorite. I think Return of the Jedi is that's, just that is my favorite. Empire Strikes Back. Okay, yeah, that's my favorite. The uh, look at that. Look at us agree on that. I thought you were going to just except call me for out on that. except for I really loved Rogue One. 
the the, the newest one the newest one the spinoff i think you i think that one loses some points because it's almost the exact same story as star wars well it's, it's supposed to be it's a it's i get it but it lacks complete creativity so so it it's all stems from one line in the star wars movie where it says like these people gave their lives for us to have this information and never says anything about it ever again so this whole movie is created off that one line of, like, what actually happened? What do you mean they gave their lives for this information on how to destroy the Death Star? Sure. So that's what. So this that's why Rogue One was created. So it's like that story based off just one line from the movie. That, that, I don't know. That's cool to me. It is cool. Um, I wish I knew more. I wish I loved yeah. it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's cool. I do. I think it's cool. I enjoyed watching it. We well, you know what, Alan? IMAX. This is my segment, and I get to talk about what I want to talk about. <laughs> we saw it in the IMAX. Amber and I, we enjoyed it. My wife and I, we went there. We checked it out, and I just, I don't, I enjoyed the experience. You know, I, when I'm getting, but I'm even getting Darth Vader tattoos on my back. No, it's not I happening. So. I, don't, not I, don't, happening. I don't see it out of you. No. Oh, but I am getting a tattoo. Hopefully soon. Oh, yeah. We were, we got a we got a bet going that he's not going to get a local two one nine tattoo and I think he's going to do it I think he's convinced. <laughs> so let's let's put the, let's put it out there this way: if there's a local dope ass uh, tattoo artist that would love to ink up Josh and be featured into our promo, give uh, send us a message on Twitter, Absolutely. Facebook, or Instagram because that would be sick. I'm down. You know what I found out? You know what's interesting, Josh? Now that I've got a little bit of a buzz going, come on, preach, Alan. I think the 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 sociology behind the the different uh, insta- like the social media platforms is really interesting. You you almost like they all are they're they're all equivalent mm-hmm. in exposure, mm-hmm. but they all have three distinctly different methods. They all do different. Yeah, it's insane. And I'm not saying that it's like the old man who's like figuring it out, but like even for like messaging people. So there's this place called Mythos NWI on Instagram. Okay. That looks really cool. I'm an English major guy, you know. It's like a, this underground lit small magazine. They call it a fanzine. That they're they got it located in like three different uh, bookstores. Okay. I reached out to these people to be like, hey, I'm just interested in what the hell you're doing. I don't. It looks cool as shit. I just fell across it. It really feels weird. It feels like I'm being like stalkery. It does. But then, like, if I did the same thing on Facebook... Nobody would care. I'd be getting an instant response, and we'd be meeting. Yeah. It's, like, the weirdest thing. I met another guy who... I'm trying to think of... Okay, I'll be able to tell you in about 0.5 seconds. I had another conversation with another group of people on Instagram that just didn't go well. I felt like I was just completely... Um, it's almost like that's not the place to talk to anybody. It's not. It's called Mosky Homebrew. So this these people do, like, a video, uh, a video version of, like, a craft beer... Um, mm-hmm. podcast, mm-hmm. totally cool. Clearly, we've talked about craft beers. You know, I've brewed. In so my it's al- life. it's almost like you have to find the people there and then find them on other social media and then hit them up there and then and then send them a message. I almost feel like people don't trust what they're seeing on Instagram when the people that they're following Facebook is more credible. It's weird. I think that's also why you said it's easier to get followers on Instagram. Super easy to get followers. Everybody, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. They're like, you know, fuck it. Follow everybody. Exactly. So, yeah, so Instagram by far. So if I were to rate them, Instagram by far, the easiest way to get followers. Um, Twitter is two. This, so let me apologize to my listeners when you're listening to this. If I follow you and then unfollow you after you followed me, don't get pissed off. <laughs> it's the nature of the business, dude. It sucks. I feel like a dick doing it. 
I do, but just don't get angry with me. It's not out of like a problem or anything like that. Like it's literally just like it's the hustle. It's the hustle of all this. And mm-hmm. it's a, a, the only way around it when you're trying to pick the people you think are going to enjoy the shit that you are going to be putting out. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just the way the nature of the beast is, is that when people look at your followers to how many you're following, and if you're following more than you have followers... Are you getting, like, hate mail, Alan? Are people no, like, no, but I've noticed that, like, when I oh, unfollow people, they they clearly unfollow me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. So you're seeing the, the, the trend. Yeah, it's not all the time, but it's it's definitely... I'd say 10% of the people that end up, like, following you and then you unfollow, they, they 10% will, will retract their follow. They're like, oh, well, he's not following me anymore, so. Yeah. Well, understandable. Exactly. Understandable. So if you do see us unfollow you, please don't get pissed off. I love every one of you guys, and I really I really think that we're bringing something awesome to you. I know it's not packaged the complete way yet, but it will be, and I promise you will not be disappointed when it comes to the release of all the content. Mm. I promise it. It'll be something this, this place has never seen. So uh, backtracking a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Did you chug that beer already? Well, I mean, I got a, I got a sip left. Want me to finish this bad boy or yeah, what? Yeah, because uh, we're running out of daylight when it comes to the uh, premature open of the other one. Okay, so that was the nickel. This is the dime. Yeah, you pour that. I'll talk. Okay, uh, go ahead. So about the, about the tattoo, what uh, – I'm going back to this thing. I'm getting this freaking thing. You can't stop me. Uh, what poster was that with that owl? It's, uh, it was, I know it's Pearl, Pearl Jam. Jam. Pearl Jam at Madison Square Garden. Madison Night Square Garden. One. Night one. Okay, so for you tattoo artists out there that are thinking about getting some exposure, look up that poster. Take take a take a peek at that owl. That's what I want. And I'm thinking on my leg. With okay. the with the with the two one nine underneath. So if you're not up for it's 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 got some some detail to it. Looks uh, yeah. It it's a sick picture. Um, what do you think of this? I'm trying to smell this while I'm trying to talk. It's not <laughs> you the easiest. You can't smell and talk. I can't at the smell same time. and talk at the same time. Apparently, uh, it's citrusy, kind of like the last one. Yeah, it's definitely citrusy. But not, not same as, color, not as. same color, same cloudiness. Which I love. That means that it's really spending some time in the secondary. Mm. This wow, one, this one's I like better. this one better. This one's I like better. the dime better. I wonder. I'm sure on their what Facebook. Oh, it's got a. Kind of a, a bitter aftertaste, though. That's good. That's good. That's good. Okay. Like it's like it's it's sweet when you. Yeah, I would love to hear what hops are in that because that's a that's an interesting brew of mm. what I think a mosaic. I, I think I'm tasting a little bit. I don't know. I gotta check that out. I'm sure it's on their Facebook page. That's awesome. Yeah. Anything else news wise? I know. I, I'm sorry. I let you down on the Star Wars. Yeah, that's okay. Um, favorite character, I'd probably say Darth Vader. Oh, my man. Yeah. My man. I, I definitely lean towards the dark side. That's good. And uh, favorite movie, Empire Strikes Back. I'm cool with that. I did see... Both good answers, Alan. On the, uh, on the recommendation of Jeff Wisniewski, who, again, if you haven't seen his stuff, check out Quiver Productions on Instagram and Facebook. Um, does a lot of cool shit. He said to check out Shimmer Lake on Netflix. Okay. Checked it out. It's a movie... Um, I watched it last night. It's about an hour 30. Uh, really interesting type of storytelling. So I think you got to be leaning more towards the artistic side of film um, than just like a popcorn movie. 
so, but I think it works both ways. Kind of like uh, Birdman. Yeah. Yeah. Birdman's like, to me, like, uh, you know, that's like the cream of the crop. Mm. So clearly... But that's a very artistically written and produced and shot movie. Birdman. Yeah, incredible. I mean... It's going to be, I what, mean, what 30 was it, years one, from now, they're going to be camera? looking at that in, in colleges. What's that? Was it one camera? Or am, I, am, well, am, I, am I getting my facts right there? I'm sure it was more than one camera. I thought it was shot on one camera the whole time. No. I, 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 maybe I'm thinking of a It's one movie. shot. It's okay. one shot the entire time. I, I doubt it's on one camera, hmm. if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to watch it again. I liked it. Okay. I thought it was good. Yeah, no, it was good. It was really good. Um, So that was cool. Uh, that I don't know why I said that was cool. I'm sorry, Shimmer, uh, Shimmer Lake. Shimmer, Shimmer Lake was cool. Yeah, that was... Uh, so they take a unique perspective of storytelling. They tell the story from the backwards front to the front. Quentin Tarantino, if you will. No, no. More, more more linearly backwards to front than, than Pulp Fiction. Okay. So they don't like start at the end and then move to the beginning and they go back to the end. They start at the end and they move to the beginning. But period. never go back to the never end. Never go back. So how do you know it's... So what's interesting about it is that you start to kind of build characters. You start to like get these different shades of the characters as it's going on. So it's like you start to see like what the hell? Rain Wilson's in it. Okay. Do you know who that is? This is a movie or a TV show? Movie. Okay. Movie. That makes more sense because it'd be hard to do as a TV show. Yeah, no way. And then I heard like uh, I heard a couple other shows are really cool that I want to check out. Did you watch uh, Ozarks? Yeah, I watched Ozarks. Ozarks was cool. I liked that. Ozark a lot. was cool. That's just another Netflix show. Suri wants to know what kind of businesses we're looking for, and I don't know what the hell she's talking about. Netflix, Siri. Netflix. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what else? What else? That's all I got. Under you're supposed. This is your segment. There's supposed to be news. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't ask you. I can't yeah, ask you yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, you could. No, I meant, I news. meant uh, like what else? Uh, TV show wise, are you or Netflix wise that I've watched or that I'm I'm exp- I'm gonna watch? Okay. <laughs> Does that answer your question? Oh my god, this is like okay. Let me see here. Um, let's see here. So I got this down. Shows right, to watch. Man. Shows to watch. Uh, Favorite Black, show of all time. Black Go. Mirror, Mind Hunter are two that oh. I want to try to watch. Black Mirror was awesome. It's I hear really, that's really weird good. though. It's it's uh, so like none of every episode is like a new season. Yeah, none of none of the that's episodes have anything to do with other episodes except for like there's some things that bridge the gap that you could see in more than one spot. I'm into that. It's pretty cool. I'm super into that. And I feel like I've only watched it once. I feel like if I watched through it all again, I would mm-hmm. catch more. Yeah. But it's 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 it's, it's worth the watch. It's pretty sweet. Cool. So, but you didn't answer my question. Favorite TV show of all time? Sopranos. Game over. That wasn't that hard. I don't have to even think about it. I've had this conversation too many times in my life to not think <laughs> about it. I will defend it too. I don't. I don't give a shit what anybody says about it. I will defend it. Yeah. Fav- favorite character from The Sopranos? Tony Soprano. In the main. It's the not main. even close. Number I mean, one. the best. He's the best protagonist in the history of television, and I have no problem saying that. And I've seen a lot of television. I name it. I've seen it for the most part. Outside of the bullshit that you were talking earlier on the on the read through of the uh, Marvel and uh, oh yeah, you're not a comic book guy. I just don't care. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not watching The Flash. You're not watching Arrow. You're not watching. No, I hear people talk about it, and I instantly go to my happy place. Like, I think of Happy Gilmore of, like, the old lady 
and like you know where like like the girls like yeah, so yeah it's not for I, everybody i understand that yeah sometimes i just don't I, care uh, sometimes i let my inner nerd out it is what it is i'm a, i'm a huge nerd dude I, I you know like i love reading uh i enjoy yeah i guess I, my lawn <laughs> is that lawn. nerdy is that nerdy? Yeah. Uh, I do a lot of nerd shit that I'm sure that people are like turned off by. But when it comes to comic books, it just I maybe it's because I just never really li- I, I definitely and see, that's what's weird. I, I really did collect them when I was younger. I collected them. So I was into it. I know the origin stories to it all. Right. I think I just grew out of it. It's like it's like listening to ACDC. Like I, I grew out of listening to ACDC. I just don't care anymore. Nobody gives a shit. No. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean a lot of people do. do. You a lot don't of people do. Shit. I don't care. I don't care about like no think, Angus Young for you. Jeff gave me a lot of shit on the uh, when we were heading up to brand new, and he was said that I was he was really surprised by the fact that I said that I the David Bowie death hurt me more than the Tom Petty one, and it's the truth because I really feel like yeah I I was not I wasn't out of the Bowie phase. I was still into the Bowie phase when it happened. I was I'm a little younger than you, so I was like starting my Bowie phase. When it happened. Yeah, and it's a great phase to jump into. Musically, I love it. it's great. I love it. But I was already in and out of the petty phase by that point. I was, I, I was, that was, that corpse was still, you know, yeah. laying there. Like yeah. I was already there. And I've seen him three times and it was awesome every time and I love him. But from an artistic standpoint, from what I care about is like conviction and influence, that matters the most. What I need to have Maloney on here to talk about, we came up with at my desk when I was working at Lakeshore. Mm hmm. What was that? Well, how, much, how far are we going here? Because I don't want to bore the uh, show. Uh, at 33 minutes. Oh, cool. So when Maloney and I were sitting at our table uh, in my office, we we, de- we developed a concept of how you can absolutely uh, tangibly discuss bands. Okay. And so you had to take, um, you you like had to, record sales. You had to like... take record sales out of it. You had to take genre out of it. Okay. You had to really focus on influence and the size of the solar system. Now, this sounds like we're going to be stoned. So um, buckle up uh, for everybody out there because this is going to sound intense. But the only way you can do it is if you can try to picture a band as a planet and all the consistent planets and solar system and moons that uh, that thing is in- influenced. Mm. Does that make sense? Sure. So like the Beatles, right? They have a million moons. Right. A million moons. Right. They don't even stop. Like, it's just consistent. So they got such a huge planet that they're, that they're that's why they're the greatest band of all time. Because of all the... Or, uh, like, uh, uh, Beach Boys. Yeah, Beach Boys were good, too, but they got a smaller planet because they... Essentially, like, they got But But the, that, that, that's the same concept of, as, as what you're saying. It, who's influencing other people? Yeah, but who did the Beach Boys truly influence? Well, I mean, even the Beatles are based. Uh, uh, what about? Uh, they say Sgt. Pepper would never have been made without Pet Sounds. Without Pet Sounds, right? It's not happening. So that's good. I mean, they got that. That's a that's a sick feather in their cap. So now the Beatles are a moon of the Beach Boys. <laughs> I'm not even stoned. I, I need to get stoned for that conversation. I think, and yeah, I'll, no, I'll have I'm, Tom in here for the for the to kind of figure that out because I know Pet Sounds. I, I need I need to re- retract my statement because I'm not saying that the Beatles are better than the Beach Boys. They're so, not. They're so, not. I know. I know what you're saying. Yeah. But but the Beach Boys deserve their own planet. I'm just playing a uh, devil's advocate over here. Okay. Yeah. That's what the world needs more devil ad- devil's advocate. Well, the Beach Boys Pet Sounds is number two 
on the history uh, Alan, of Rolling what's Stones. album number one for the whole world? Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. What's not album number one for the whole world? Abbey Road. Mm. And I, you know, this is what frustrates the shit out of me of this conversation is that we've had it probably 30 fucking times at this point. Right. And you insist on not listening to what I'm saying. No, I, it's like talking I, I understand to exactly what you're saying. It's like talking to Pete about this. this like, it's, it's so minuscule, the, the, the difference in between the two. And yes. I think that Abbey Road has better songs on it than it does sonically it's a better it's a better album no I, one can I argue almost feel that. like we're we are having the argument over two different things at the same time if that makes sense sure i think that uh yeah but you know what we're at 35 minutes let's save this conversation for next week okay sounds good cool. um this is only just going to be uh, at this point. If we don't stop now, we're going to be going for four hours, and no one wants to listen to that. No, I can, I can, um, we can argue this for a while. So yeah. Well, I will say this: uh, if you're still with us, uh, the last podcast that we did was the most one of the most successful we've had uh, in the history of this thing, which has only been about five weeks. But we really appreciate that. We're going to do some changes on how to distribute it, and we'll let you know where that's coming from. Again, you can follow us on Facebook at local two one nine. You can follow us on Twitter at local underscore 219 and same at Instagram at local underscore 219. Thank you. We really appreciate uh, you guys listening in. And uh, I've got some feedback that people want to hear me do a baseball podcast. I'm into that. Uh, I just need uh, – the problem right now is that Josh is doing a lot of volunteer time, and uh, I don't want to keep him doing more stuff if I can avoid it. So – I think that's something that we'll be doing down the road. Uh, for some of you guys, you guys you guys know that uh, I have the drop third page on Facebook that has about 500 likes, um, which isn't much in essence, but it could definitely be enough to spawn a baseball podcast out of. But um, that's going to have to be put on hold for the time being. I think that if I'm going to be doing anything more from a podcast standpoint, it's going to be introducing more characters outside of myself to host things. Uh, so they can kind of get their brand and start running with that inside this medium. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's kind of that essence of it. But uh, uh, thank you again for listening. Um, again, follow us on all the stuff that we talked about earlier. Really appreciate it. And uh, I did upload my email address to the Twitter and Instagram bios. So if you are interested in uh, contacting us or if you want to meet, please uh, send us an email. I, uh, I will be doing my best to uh, respond to everything. So. Um, thank you, and uh, hope to hear from you soon. Uh, if you, again, check us out on all those planet on those uh, different platforms, social media wise, and uh, we'll be talking to you Wednesday. Later. Later.